Company Watch Financial Analytics. time at the end to turn to this very vexed question that was really um really had Nick and I scratching our heads about GDP um and these apparently two contradictory figures and we knew that we it must be us and indeed it was us um so Adam has very kindly said that he will come and and, and <laughs> shine the light on where we went wrong so our confusion was we had an annual fall in GDP that was being um reported as 9.9 percent and then another stat, which was the Q4 2019 to Q4 2020 change being 7.8% or 8% in, in Bank of England terms. So Adam, how can both of these things be true? <laughs> so really, um, the first thing you need to know about GDP is that it's a measure of economic activity. And economic activity needs to be measured over a certain period of time. So you need to measure it over a month or a quarter or a year. Those are the three that are typically used and used by the ONS. So it's not like unemployment where feasibly I could conduct a survey today going around houses door to door and trying to work out what the unemployment rate is at this moment. GDP needs to be measured over a period of time. So whenever you see a GDP statistic, you have to be really careful and ask two questions. Which period is that activity measured over? And which period am I comparing to? And so if I take each of those figures in turn, and if you don't mind, I'll start with the 7.8% fall. So that is the sum of all of the activity in Q4 2020, so at the back end of last year. So taking all of the activity for those three months, and comparing with the activity for the same three months in 2019. And if you do that, you see that the you see the economic activity is 7.8% down compared to where it was a year ago. But that's right. just for the final three quarters. So actually anything months, yeah. mm-hmm. so actually anything that happened in between is not necessarily captured by those figures. And goodness me, we know that a lot happened in between. <laughs> yeah. So 7.8% is bad enough. But if you look at Q2, so if you look at uh, April, May and June 2020, and you can mm-hmm. compare with Q2 from 2019, which was a fairly boring year. I mean, not much growth at all in 2019, just a sort of standard flat year. And that that Q2 2020 was 21% down on the same three months the year before. So how do you get to the 9.9% figure? Well, in that case, you're actually measuring GDP over the entire year. So you're looking at the entire year 2020, the complete roller coaster, the fall in the the first six months of the year, the partial recovery towards the back end of the year. And when you look at all of the output for the entire year 2020, and you compare to the entire year 2019, the more standard year, you find a total fall of 9.9%, 9.9%, and that accounts for all of the lost activity in the year. Right, thank you. I think that, that is a relief. I hope that's clear. <laughs> I think the, th- the confusion, I think, was this, this kind of re- reference to Q4 2019 and the kind of lazy part just thinks, well, that's pre-pandemic. I want to kind of understand where we were before and when we're going to get back to that, that level. Um, and so how do we do that? How do we have that kind of com- comparison? So in terms of the figures that come out of the ONS, they they really publish two sets of figures. They publish monthly figures. So you actually mentioned those on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, that that there's a 1.2% increase in December. That's comparing output in December to output in November. And 
the monthly figures give you an idea, a good idea of the direction of travel. So they're very current, but they're not necessarily the most accurate. And that's because they're really early estimates. They're based only on one way of measuring GDP. So they're based on production. And actually, there's three different ways, income and expenditure okay. uh, as well. And they should all agree. But those monthly figures are just based very roughly on the on production. And even all of the data for that is not in when the monthly estimates are compiled. Right, okay. Now, so really for reliability, you should be looking at the quarterly figures and those are revised many, many times. And in the end, they go into the national accounts. Mm -hmm. and, and we should therefore be comparing the, ec the economic activity, the GDP for each quarter to what it was back in Q4 2019. So we should use that as our kind of base index that's level. right and we should look when does that when does that reach pre-pandemic levels and in fact we are doing that because we've published the the company watch covid timeline maybe we can put a link yep, uh, a link idea. to that and for that we we compare the we compare the the gdp for each quarter to q4 2019 following what the obr did and we're basing that on obr figures for what's happened and what they think is going to happen and we will update that following the budget next week when the obr publish their next set of their next set of forecasts fantastic so in terms of then of, of the best indicator to understand the current state of the economy what what we should be looking at so I would make two points going forward. So GDP, as I say, it's a measure of economic of economic activity. And so we need to be really careful when we look at GDP figures that are going to be released in the coming months, because just to give you an idea of, of how having these large swings in percentages and all these different periods and so on could sort of give us a false impression, if in the next quarter, so in Q2 2021, we have the same economic activity as we had in Q4 2020, so the back end of last year, following the partial recovery. Because Q2020 was so bad, we would actually see an annual increase in the second quarter compared to the second quarter the previous year of 17.3%. And, oh, wow. and economic activity would be no better off than it was at the back end of last year. So it will look, it could look as though the economy is doing really well, that we've bounced back quite well from Q1. But in reality, that, that's not what's being compared. What's being compared is Q2 2021 to Q2 2020, not what's happened in between. And then the second point I want to make is just about GDP more generally. Mm -hmm. So GDP, a measure of economic activity, and there's a nice little analogy here to what we do at Company Watch, because at Company Watch, we look at, at companies and we, we see that some companies have very strong profits, but very weak balance sheets, and we call them water skiers. Mm -hmm. And the idea with the water skiers is there's a vulnerability there, because once the profits, or if the profits dry up, then the weakness of the balance sheet leaves leaves the company very exposed. Yeah. And in some sense, we could be looking at something similar with the UK economy. We may well see over the next year the Bank of England forecasting by the end of this, by the end of this year, that economic activity returns to the level it was in Q4 2019, so pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that the economy is in anything like the state that it was pre-pandemic. And we know we're going to see long-term scarring effects and so on. And in some sense, that effect on the resilience of the economy is not going to be captured in the quarterly activity figures. So it's well worth bearing in mind that we need to take a holistic view of the economy and not just look at GDP. 
Oh, wow. That was very <laughs> impressive. I think we're going to be out of a job soon, Nick. I hope that's okay. <laughs> it, was, it was a really, really good explanation. Thank you so much. I think that's that certainly um, really helped to, to anchor us. And I suppose in, in normal times, if we can remember such times, that, that difference between the Q4 figure compared to the previous Q4 or the annual figure, we're talking about such small amounts that we don't necessarily understand that there is a there is a difference. Whereas these huge numbers, it makes a big difference to understand that. that. That's that's right, Joe. And and I think I told you earlier in the week just to just to give some idea of the scale of what we're dealing with. If we look at Q1 last year, so Q1 2020, the start of the pandemic, perhaps only really seeing an impact in March, and we compare that to Q4 2019 pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. we saw a fall, a quarter on quarter fall of 2.9%. And that is the that was the largest quarter on quarter fall right from the beginning of the spreadsheet back in 1955. And that was wow. just Q1. And we know what happened in Q2. In Q2, we saw we saw a further fall, you know, a much bigger fall. So it's well worth bearing in mind that we're in we're in very different economic times to those that we're used to, and therefore we need to be much more careful when we interpret the statistics. Absolutely, great, great point. So I think on that on that note, I I, I can't better that, Adam. So thank you so much. Um, <laughs> You're for, very for welcome, some, Joe. It's my clarity. pleasure. Nick, as always, a great pleasure to to talk to you. Thank you so much for um, my pleasure joining. too. And to all of you for listening, thanks very much. And we'll be again next time. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.